Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad that you're with us today, and if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Habakkuk in the Old Testament, one of the prophets, and we're going to look at just part of chapter 2. You know, I was thinking yesterday, isn't it amazing how uh, in Akron or in Ohio, things just don't change that much. And even after eight years, we still have the same weather this weekend as we had eight years ago <laughs> when we started. It's exactly the same weather. We had ice and, and uh, more ice yesterday and everything that happened with that and the snow last night. And it got me thinking about all of you remember how I told you, I'm not going to, the whole thing today, but how I know it was an angel that watched over me on that Saturday and the articles in the paper and everything, and I waited till late in the afternoon and bam, went right flat on my face down at Circle K outside the door to, when I got the paper and my big gulp went everywhere. And I know it was an angel that helped me out. I know you guys laugh at me about that, but I know it was because it <clears throat> just the ice and it, the wind is swirling and I didn't, I have a hard time asking anybody for help. And all of a sudden, I heard just in that deep voice, this big old guy comes right, I'm going to help you up. And he just pulled me up, and I'm like all racked up from when I fell. And all of a sudden, he was gone. And, and it, I'll, I'll just, every time I go in that circuit, I think about that. Never forget that. So what we're looking at today is faith always faith always sometimes we have great faith sometimes we have a little faith sometimes we don't have any faith but as we look at that today faith always in Habakkuk chapter 2 what's taking place here to give you a little background of what's going on the prophet is frustrated with what is happening in that time in that place with God's people uh, they're basically living the way the world is living. And he doesn't understand that. Why, why, Lord, why is this happening? Why is this taking place? Then he sees the Babylonian Empire, and the Lord begins to tell him what's going to happen and all the different things in the future. And he says, I want you to write it down. I want you to remember what's going to take place. Well, what happened was as they continued to live the way they wanted to live, they went into captivity from the Babylonian Empire. The warriors came down and destroyed them and took who was left away. At the same time, he still couldn't understand all this that was going to happen because he said this, Lord, how can these evil people come down and do what they're going to do? I, I want us to look at and understand this today and be very, very cautious that in the world that we live in, if, if it can happen a couple times to the children of Israel, God's people, it can also happen here. We have to be so careful. And it's a warning to us what takes place. In the end, God wins. And that's what we're always going to remember today, that because of Habakkuk's faith, he realizes that God always wins. But we have to stay faithful. Everybody around us in this world that we live in even call themselves believers. 
many ways are living the way, the same way as the world. So what does he tell us? In chapter 2, verses 2 through 4, so the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. In other words, he just wants, he's telling the prophet, the Lord is, I, I want you to write it in such a way that people will understand it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. It's going to happen. At the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. But the proud, his soul is upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. We see also in the New Testament that's quoted, I think, two or three different times. The just shall live by faith. If you can put yourself in there today and know that God is going to do it. And your situation right now, if you believe God enough and that within your faith that you trust God for who he is, he's going to do what you ask him to do in a much greater way than you could ever imagine. If you are willing, here's the key, are you, are, am I, are you willing to trust him right now in your situation? This is our eighth anniversary. I can't believe it. And I know without a doubt, and I don't want to go into some things, I know without a doubt God is going to do something this year. And give us, I want you to really be praying that the Lord is going to work and give us a place that we've prayed all the way along, that the Lord is going to give us a place, and that this year he's going to do it. I believe he is. I know that he is. And we're just going to pray in that way. And, and the verse says there, as we take our church, I, I want to encourage you with this day, being our anniversary, that God did something so amazing that I, I really, I think I might have told one time over the last eight years, and that is this. The first Sunday we met at Musica was really amazing and how we were meeting at, a, at Musica at a venue in downtown Akron. It was a, a music venue slash bar. And some of the people weren't real crazy about the whole bar, so we even covered it up every Sunday morning that we were meeting there. But anyways, we're meeting there. And, and, and the Lord miraculously opened that door to start City Church. I'm going to back up for a minute. Two things that had happened. How did we get there? Well, Jim and Lisa Saxer would not let me alone as far as they kept bugging me. I don't want to say it in that way, but they kept encouraging me. Every time I saw them, just, we got to, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and I hadn't pastored for two years out of 40 years. And I, you know, they, everybody knew the mess that I'd gone through and not understanding why my wife didn't want to be married anymore, the whole thing, and losing everything I had. And I'm not going to go into that today because I want to go in and share with you. You know, when you go through things in life, I don't mean it in this way, but most people, after they hear your, your, you know, whatever story you're going through, they turn around and they walk away and do what they got to do. I, I, they get their own problems. But God always listens to you. And he's always there for you. And if you stay faithful, he's going to come through. He sees everything. And so, 
it exploded on that Sunday. And other than the pandemic, we've just been going ever since. But what happened leading up to that, Jim and Lisa, the Lord was using them. I, I wanted you to know in this way that God does bring some people in your life and in my life when you're going through adverse times, he brings some people in your life that if I can say it this way, that you, you jump on their back, you know, when we were kids, jumped on our mom or dad's back, a piggyback, that you have to piggyback your faith because you just, you just, you don't have it. Maybe you're watching, that's where you're at today. All of us, at some time or another, as a believer, because the devil hates who we are and what we stand for, all of us are going to have those times. Recognize who God brings in your life. And I look back on Ed and Janine and all the different people and Ernie and Judy and, and, and Ben and Lori, and I go down a list of all the different people that I even see here today that were there for me. And you know who you are. God was working. I didn't see it, but God was working. Let me back up six years before that. How did we even get Musica in the first place? How did that even happen? Do you know six, year, six years before that, I was pastoring, if you didn't know, a very large church here in the area. And my dad had pastored, my grandfather started, and I got to place him where there were thousands of people. I was frustrated because I, I just, you know, I thought for years when I was preaching my jeans how many times I was going to get fired. But thankfully, I didn't. But anyways, I just felt like, you know, be real. Be who we are. Be your real self, and you'll bring people to you. And I couldn't be who except for who that I was. And, and I just felt that we were just... I love my home church, but we're in some ways stagnant. So started a ministry, and I thought, you know what, let's go into downtown Akron on Sunday nights, try and pull some of the kids from Akron U, and let's start an outreach on Sunday night, and let's try whatever we can do to get people saved. That was six years before that. Now, I didn't know where we were going to meet. So, through John Rasnick, who's home with the Lord right now, was such a close brother of mine, told me about Tony Trophy, who ran Musica, who goes to the chapel. And I met with Tony. And after I met with Tony, showed him, shared with him what I want to do, we went down to Musica. He says, say, I'll just, you, it's not got to cost me anything. I have all these different music venues in here. They're already going to be in here Saturday night. Nobody's in here on Sunday night. Let's use it. So we did. So we started and there was, you know, like 10, 15 people and, you know, a few people that next Sunday night, we had about 20 people. And, you know, finally after about two months, you know, with up and down with just a few people, uh, it just wasn't going to make it. I was so frustrated. I said, Lord, I, I just want to reach more people for heaven. Why? This is a great venue and all. I mean, it just seems the right fit. And that was it. It was over. Not too long after that, I was getting burnt out. And I, I 
le- I turned my resignation and left and went to pastor in Florida. One year went by, two years went by, three years went by, and everything started to swirl around me in the storm that I went in. Four years went by. Five years. Five years. Five years went by. Where are you right now in what you're going through? Where are you? You might be right in the middle of that storm. But it doesn't matter to God because as what we read today, though it tarries, wait for it. Because it, not only, well, maybe, it will surely come. It will not tarry. God doesn't tease you. And for some reason, somehow, I don't know why you have to go through what you're going through. But you're going through it. And it's one year. And it's two years. And it's three years. About the fourth year into it, you're, you're pretty much used to it. But you're just exhausted. And you're frustrated. And, and, and you're just numb. What's next? What's going to happen next? What bad's going to happen next? Five years being evicted out of the apartment I was living in. I mean, it was not pretty. And only people, some of the people contacted me just to see so they could gossip about what had happened to me. That's all right. God wasn't teasing me. All he asked me to do was one thing that he asked you to do today. And that is just to be faithful. It's just that basic. I don't add to it. Springboard, just be faithful to who Jesus is in your life. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Just be faithful. Frustrated out, well, knowing all the different things that happened. Six, six years in the desert, and, and all of a sudden, I'm back here. I'm not sure what, all the different, just everything that had gone on. And Jim and Lisa would leave me alone. And finally, that January of 2014, they met me out at Macaroni Grill, and I'm still. No, no, I just don't want to. I'm not ready. Lisa said something like, what are we going to have to do for you to do this? And they both said, if you just show up to preach every Sunday, we'll do everything else. (laughs) And I said, I didn't even have to do it. I said, all right. And within two months, two months, the Lord birthed City Church. Now, what if through all that, I'm not here to tell you today that I didn't get angry. I didn't get up. That I didn't get, I did. Through those years and upset and numb and bored and yelling at the Lord, why is all this? What did I do, Lord? I just, what, why? I don't, I don't know. I still won't know. One day I will. And all the while, and I can tell you many stories that happened through that. He just kept telling me, stay with me. I got a plan. I want you to go here, meaning here, what's written down. I've got a plan. And I want you to walk with me 
I'm not going to tease you. I won't tarry. I'm not going to tease you. I have a plan. And he tells us when we look at those verses, and then we'll turn to one other verse. He looks, he says, he's not even going to tarry. Surely he's going to come and show up. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. You know what the good Lord will do in your life, my life, if you can hold on? He's going to use that mess that you've been through and other people are going to come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior because of what you've been through. Remember what we talked about a few weeks ago? The day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. It's worth it. And God tells us, and how, what, Dallas, what's one of the ways as we look at just a couple more verses here? What, what, what are one of the ways that, that I can hold on here and do that? I mean, well, Hebrews tells us in chapter 12, verse 28, you got to stand on something. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Man, you got to go to what you know and who you know. And what you know is God's word and who you know is Jesus. And you stand on that foundation and as everything imaginable comes at you, you might be hurt, you might be let down, but your faith will not be shaken. You will continue to go stronger and stronger and stronger. And God's saying, I've got a plan, just let me work it. And as I work that plan... Even in the midst of what you're going through, as you begin to see a little bit of this and a little bit of that, your joy is going to start to come back into your life. Trust him. The just, we, the just shall live, shall live. That means every day, not by what we see in the world. I could not believe. Sorry, I'm going to go down this road and get a little upset, but I'm going to. One of the smartest people in the world, the Supreme Court nominee, is before senators and congressmen, who you will or whatever, before this week. If you saw the one question, the one question was asked of her, will you please define to me what a woman is? She's one of the smartest people in the United States. And she wouldn't or couldn't define what a woman is. God tells us that he made in the beginning male and female. Now, I struggled all the way through school. I struggled all the way through college and graduate school. But I can tell you what a man is and what a woman is. Real easy. Matter of fact, if you dig up a two graves from a hundred years ago, anybody in here can tell what a woman is and what the man was. That doesn't change. That's not going to change. Finally, there's been enough men that have gone into women's quote, quote, 
swimming meets that the women are finally getting upset enough that the man who says he, the man who says he's a woman now they're getting upset enough because they know what he's still a man and he's dusting all those women in those swim meets or track meets finally women are realizing this is not right this thankfully that we have a constitution of the United States of America this is what we live by. The just shall live by faith. And as long as I'm here and city churches here, this is what we will always go by. I don't know what we will face, but I know in the United States of America, when I can stand up before you and know a couple weeks before one of the largest churches in America, probably in the top 10 out of 350,000 churches, can stand up and say, and this is his quote, I just couldn't believe it. The Christian faith doesn't rise and fall on the accuracy of 66 ancient documents. And then he goes on to say, it rises and falls on the identity of a single individual. That's true. Who is Jesus Christ from Nazareth? You know what? That's true. But this is Jesus. And without this, we wouldn't know who he is. What is happening to the world that we're living in. Do you know when someone decides to be whoever they're going to be and what I just talked about a minute ago? You know what one of the things that go along with that? You can set your own rules. Do whatever you want. That's what we're living in today. I really didn't plan on that, but... Uh, I just want you to know is City Church that when you hopefully always show up here that we're going hopefully in love that we stand with the kingdom God's kingdom that will never be shaken and the prince in that kingdom is Jesus Christ and he is not only the prince in that kingdom the Bible says he for you and for me and what you're going through one year two year three years six years he is the prince of peace the prince of peace because his kingdom is spiritual and he comes into your life and he continues to fill you up no matter what you're going through no matter what you face because we are of a kingdom that lasts forever that cannot be shaken Let's close with this verse in the Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 55 and verses 8 through 11. Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 through 11. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, do not return there. But water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth that it shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall 
prosper in the thing which I sent it. We're at such a crossroads in our world today. It's almost like Ahab. It's almost like Elijah and all the false prophets. And he's out there with all the false prophets and he says before them, the idol, all the idols that they worship and Baal is the idol and all the different things that they're worshiping in that day. And he's in the desert and all the prophets are there from Baal that are wicked and all the things that Abraham has done and all the things that he sees and Jezebel and and the prophet says, as he looks to all the people of the day that are God's people, how long, how long will you continue to be and live like this? And then he went on further to say, and says, what decision will, who will you decide what will you do today and what side will you be on? Will you be on the side of the true and the living God or on the side of the idols? And the Bible tells us they said absolutely nothing. I want you to know today if you're willing, deepen your faith and be willing to live in such a way by this book, which is the true and the living God's that he speaks to us through the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. It's never going to come back void. Do you know whatever you read, whatever you live, whatever you're going through, the just shall, if you live by faith and you believe what this says, God's not teasing you right now. He's got a plan. And you will be prosperous, you will be successful. Just one thing. Just like all the people that you see today. Just like one thing, the way this church was birthed. If you just don't quit. You can't see. You don't know what's going on. You don't have any energy. You don't have all those things. Just don't quit. And Jesus said, I have to. I'll pick you up. And we'll walk to the finish line. Hey, I'm here to tell you today, this, this church is a miracle. It's here. It's here as a miracle. And the way that he's done to all of you that are here, it's no different to you personally. And whatever the devil has done to try and beat you up, knock you down, and just kill you and destroy you, because that's what the Bible says in the book of John, to steal, kill, and to destroy. Jesus says, as we close with today, I have come to this world to give you life, to give you life, to give you eternal life, and life more abundantly, life while you're still here with joy and peace that you can grab somebody else along that sees what you've been through. And the Bible says, we'll ask you, how are you able to go through and how did you get through what you got through? And you can share with them through the grace and the love and the mercy of Jesus Christ. I am who I am today. And Jesus says, you can have what I have. 
and we'll walk through this life together, and one day we'll be in heaven forever, ever, ever, and ever. But in the meantime, I'm here to tell you today as we close, just don't quit. Don't quit. Know that if you hold on to this, you stand on to the promises of this, you will not be shaken. You'll be knocked down. The Bible tells us you'll get back up, and you'll get back up, and you'll walk sometimes, and you'll run sometimes, but you will always go further down the road, and finally you will see the end, and you'll say, Lord, I don't want to ever go through what I've been through, but it's been worth it because of what you did. Let's pray. Where are you today on your journey? Maybe you're here or maybe you're watching. We have so many people that watch now, YouTube or take messages. I want you to know that Jesus is the way, the truth, the truth, and the life. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, as you're watching today, I want you to know. I want you to, to know whatever the Lord was speaking to you right now and wherever you're at, it's not too late. He had you tune in for a purpose. And I want you to pray with me right now because the Bible tells us God's word that by a prayer and a trusting faith in God's son, Jesus Christ, you can have eternal life in heaven. And even the rest of this life, you'll have joy and peace. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And you should repeat after me. Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. And you came into this world. And you lived a perfect life. And you put yourself on that cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sins. Jesus, right now, I don't understand everything, but by faith, I ask you to come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus, from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you. We praise you for eight years of City Church. And we do as we do every week. There's someone here that doesn't know you even in the midst of this place today. May a friend bring a friend. If someone doesn't know you as their Savior, and I can open up your word in the book of Romans, and they can pray and ask you into their heart. As Ben leads us today, this morning, this time of invitation, that we invite them to come to know you the true and living Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, 
we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.